So normally this gospel, I mean, there's lots of things here, but I always get just focused on how just that fact of just Jesus here is like talking about this profound thing of his his upcoming trauma and crucifixion and betrayal, and then right away it's like, hey, can we uh, can we sit at your right and your left when you come into your kingdom? They're so on the wrong page. But then, after watching three seasons of The Chosen, like I have real images of James, John, and their mom. And so I'm picturing Jesus, Jonathan Rumi, talking about this, this real serious thing, trying to get on a serious note there. And, you know, the Son of Man's going to be handed over, and they will betray him. He will be mocked and scourged, and he'll be raised on the third day. Jesus! 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 You hear this woman's voice in the background. Jesus! And you hear James and John, not now, Mom. <laughs> Wrong timing. Would you mind if, uh, if my kids, my two boys, would, could, could they, when you come into your kingdom, like, could they sit on your right? He just said he's going to be crucified, Mom. Not now. And then you like get Peter and Andrew over there saying, whoa, low blow, getting your mom to ask for you. Like, that's, you guys are losers. You guys are so low on the, on, the, on the spectrum. Just way down there. So Jesus calls them together and tells them what he tells them. But just, it's just for me so comforting. Like, like, our Lord challenges us and over and over again we fall. He calls us to greatness and we settle for pettiness. And he calls us to holiness and we settle for mediocrity. And enjoying this life just enough and maybe, you know, investing in heaven, you know, just a little bit, but getting by, it's like, no, this is serious. This is very serious. But our Lord is so patient with our, with our pettiness. And they give us hope. But for what it's worth, tonight, um, as we enter into receiving the cup, receiving Holy Communion, what is that cup? And Jesus asks his two apostles, James and John, can you drink the cup? that I must drink. Can you drink? Of course, think of Gethsemane when our Lord prays, Lord, Father, if it is possible, let this cup of suffering pass from me. Yet not my will, but your will be done. That cup, can you drink that cup with me? I would encourage all of us as you receive Holy Communion tonight, allow our Lord, actually challenge him, Lord, Lord, ask me, ask me that question tonight. Steve, Jerry, John, Dana, can you drink the cup with me. The cup that I must drink. You want great things. You want heaven. You want paradise. You want to sit at my right and my left. Can you drink the struggles, the burdens, the crosses that I must drink? What I love too, and I'll leave off with this, is that um, they didn't know what they were saying. And he said that. You know not what you ask. But they said, yes, we can. We can Lord, we don't know what you're talking about, but whatever it is, we'll be able to do it. Of course, they ran away from the cross when it came, but that wasn't the end of their story. And our Lord, I almost wonder if he almost smiled to himself, knowing their martyrdom, because they both died martyrs. Well, whatever happened to John, he died suffering and and faithful to his Lord. Um, Or he didn't die, because he said, we don't know. But um, my point is, he knew they were going to be faithful under suffering. And so he says, perhaps with a little bit of pride in them, my chalice you will indeed drink. You will make it. 
you will do it. And then he goes on to explain, but the sit in my right and my left, you know, that might be reserved for my blessed mother, who knows, but the ones to whom my father has reserved it. Anyway, but um, that vote of, of confidence, I think it's the imitation of Christ that has this image of someone saying, Lord, if I only knew that I would be saved, I wouldn't, I'd have so much more faith, I'd be more devoted to you, I wouldn't live with such anxiety and such worriness and, and fear and, and trembling. Like, if I only, just, just tell me, am I going to make it or not? And the imitation of Christ answers him, if you would know that, would you live differently? Live now as if you were going to make it. And you will make it. What if our Lord said to you, you will drink the cup when the time comes. You will be faithful to me when the time comes. You will glorify me towards the end of your life and at your death. You will glorify me. Maybe you'll die a martyr, who never, but what if we knew? What if our Lord would give you that, that, that confident, you will suffer with me, you will make it? Maybe today I would act as that person who would die a martyr out of love for Jesus Christ in the greatest sufferings or the least sufferings, but I would do it. How would I live today knowing that that's the person I'm going to be? Anyway, if that helps you at all. But we get into the scene and we're encouraged in our struggles, but we're also motivated to strive again for greatness, for holiness, for perfect love, self-sacrificing love. Not being discouraged by the pettiness or, 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 or flightiness or flippantness of this world. But we embrace the cup and we say, Lord, ask me and give me your grace to share this cup with you and not to turn away. Amen? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph.